0: Well, we've got on the line Dave Ravel, a home heating and insulation expert, and he's going to share his advice for keeping houses warm, but bills low. Good afternoon, Dave. Hi there, Toby. Hello. Now, what is the secret there? Because that
1: sounds like an impossible task, keeping houses warm, but bills low at the moment. So there's lots of things people can do. Some things actually, frankly, are quite difficult and the government should help us all to do them. But there's also lots of smaller things that can have a big impact and i'll happily talk about a few of those so so the first thing i'd always do in any home i ever go to is check for drafts Mm. easy to do just go to every window every door put your hand up cold evening if you can feel a draft remember where it is and block it and this isn't expensive yeah you can buy draft excluders from diy stores for just a few pounds you should be spending if you're spending five pounds on a window you're spending too much uh, you can put draught excluders underneath the bottom of doors. You can think about um, thicker curtains. You can think about uh, door, um, wall uh, sort of door curtains. So that used to be fashionable a few years ago, less so now. But there's a reason for that. It stops drafts. It's crazy to be heating all the air in your home and then just letting it go straight out the windows and doors. So so that's the first thing I do, absolutely. Second thing I do is put in more loft insulation and probably more loft insulation than you think you need. Uh, And and the reason for that is, hey, heat rises. It's it's not not rocket science telling you that. And so 25% of your home's heat on average in this country goes out through the ceiling, into the loft and out of the roof. And you just lose that 25%. So um, most people have some loft insulation, typically between the joists, maybe two inches, three inches. Um, the government now recommends 300 millimetres as a minimum, as a minimum. And that's, that's almost a foot, right? a lot of insulation. Uh, so, so again, get, you know, get people to install that for you if you want. There's plenty of people who will do that or just buy it yourself from a DIY store and roll it out. Um, and whatever you do though, don't squash it. So it's a disclaimer, this is, this is our, our business, our, our area of expertise. Uh, And one of the questions we had in this research uh, was that most people didn't realize that squashing your loft insulation stopped it from working. Uh, and, and that's because it works on being fluffy so fluffy trapping air air is quite a good insulator and um if you put your everyone's in crowded homes today right everyone wants to use their loft for storage or to wander around in or to use as a sort of space if you put boards directly down on the joists or you put boxes down on the insulation you can press that and you at least half its effectiveness so meaning you double your heat loss through that space so, um, yeah, top tip, get insulation, get at least 300 millimetres, about a foot. Uh, and if you want to use your loft space, put a raised loft boarding system above it, above it. You can find them online. Our website's loftzone.co.uk. There's lots of installers around the countries, including Blackpool as well companies like Instaloft and Loft Genie um, but you know just just make sure that you don't compress your insulation because most people don't realize that doubles the heat loss
0: and rather than put the heating on what else can you do to keep yourself warm obviously wearing a jumper is
1: an obvious one.
0: Electric blankets are they a good idea? Because I'm guessing they cost less to run than heating itself.
1: Yeah. So, so, so remember that electricity is typically three times the cost of gas. So so you got to bear that in mind. But if, if you're staying, if you're staying in in one room, a lot of people do this, right? I'm my grandparents. They used to just heat the lounge in the winter and and leave the rest of the room cold. And they'd have an electric blanket in the bedroom for when they went to bed. That does save money, right? If that's what you want to do, happy to do that. Um, Obviously, don't leave the electric blanket on all night. Just switch it on just before you need to go to bed. Yeah. Uh, But there's other more modern ways of doing it as well. So assuming you have a radiator in every room, most people do. Uh, put a thermostatic radiator valve on each one. So a TRV, get them again online, cost about 15 pounds. For a simple one, no plumbing required. You just unscrew whatever's there, put a new one on. And you can adjust that. So you don't need to have every radiator on maximum all the time. Maybe in the daytime, you can switch the, the bedroom one off. Maybe you can also have the hall one at a lower temperature than your lounge one, that sort of thing. And all you need to do is is twist it to to adjust, and that will save you a lot of money in perhaps a more modern way than uh, just just heating one room.
0: And it's important to remember that you can't have the radiators off all the time because of frost protection.
1: Yes. So your plumbing, if you get below five degrees, there's a risk that your plumbing and the waterworks in your property will freeze. And if that happens, you've got a big bill ahead of you, right? So, so, so uh, and, and also, frankly, you, you don't want to have them off all the time because there are health imp- implications here. So okay. you know, a, tra- a tragic statistic, really heartbreaking statistic that we don't talk about much in this country, is that 10,000 people a year die because they can't afford to heat their homes. Mm. Uh, and, and sadly, tragically, that figure is probably going to get a lot worse this winter. But yeah, if, if you're at a point where you seriously cannot afford to heat your home at all, uh, you know, there are charities out there. There's, there's one called National Energy Action in Newcastle upon Tyne. They will provide um, you with know, advice. Don't go that. Don't be a statistic. Don't be one of 10,000 people a year who, who unfortunately uh, die through hyperthermia or, or pneumonia. Uh, yeah there are there are other ways out don't do that
0: yeah now apparently only 33% are wearing multiple layers around the house now what does that mean exactly is that just jumpers itself or are those 33% wearing jackets and scarves and kind of outdoor stuff in the house
1: yeah it's, the, the survey wasn't that specific I, mm. I, I would recommend everyone to wear jumpers in the winter I don't know why some people want to run, want to run around in their underwear <laughs> and t-shirts in, in December at home uh, It's just nonsensical. Uh, I'd like to hope not too many people need to get to the point where they're wearing big overcoats and scarves. Again, again, this is a public health emergency, right? So this this is not just people feeling cold at home. This is the point where people are starting to get pneumonia and hypothermia. So if you get to that point, and again, please do reach out where possible to charities to see if you can get some assistance with your heating bills.
0: And where can we go to get that assistance?
1: It's not, it's not great, right? <laughs> we did have, a, I mean, we had a, a former Tory Prime Minister, David Cameron, who said we're going to cut out all the green crap. He said that, which... Which means he was going to stop all the insulation programs, and and he did. To be fair to him, he stuck to his word. But that means, of course, um, you know, now we're not we're more reliant on what happens by, when, in other countries when President President Putin does stuff or or things along those lines, and, and there's more risk. Of us getting too cold I, I would go to i'd go to energy companies if you really can't afford them they do have a legal requirement to to take into account vulnerable people i would talk to charities like national energy action I'd, i would talk to your bank if, you, if you've got a mortgage again organizations like that they can seem quite tough and they will write you nasty letters but if you write to them saying hey i'm desperate They have a legal requirement to actually back off a bit and be more kind and sympathetic. So so don't be scared to ask.
0: Another statistic here is 41% of people race to get dressed in the morning, which is interesting. (laughs) Are they so cold when they're not wearing anything?
1: Yeah, I I guess that would be quite fun. I've never witnessed that myself but yeah, uh, yeah it's, it, it, it's you know sometimes we, we some of these statistics sound quite amusing but beneath it it's quite serious people yeah. are that worried that actually that they're treated I've heard of some people getting dressed in bed they put their clothes by the side of the oh, bed yeah. they on before they've left just to keep warm and particularly if you're elderly you know things like that actually become quite important you don't want to have a big dip after you've come out of bed in the morning
0: well where can we go to find out some more information
1: so if it's a, to do with lofts that's you know Uh, We're good at that, so loftzone.co.uk will tell you how much insulation you eat in your attic and why you shouldn't compress it. If it's more broad, uh, there's a good government website called the Trust.org.uk uh, and they, they will provide general information. If you're looking at renovating your own home, maybe putting in some, some cavity or some external wall insulation or, or that sort of thing, there's a website called superhomes.org.uk uh, and that's uh, where people share tips of things they've done themselves as best practice.
0: Great. Well, many thanks for joining us today. It's been very helpful to have you on the show.
1: Lovely. Nice to talk to you as well, Toby.